Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Check out Five Reasons YouTube. We're getting close to 16,000 subscribers. Hit that subscribe button, that like button. You'll get all of our content, including Don O'Daly every single day. That's during the day, usually around three o'clock before floor, an hour before every heat game and post up five R as soon as the heat game ends. Also five reasons sports.com for the latest from Brady Hawk, Mateo Mayorga, Louis Sung, and many others in the five reasons sports network. We do not have a paywall and that's where you can find our articles and also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. This is one of those sponsors that you don't really think about until you got a problem. Okay. So we're going to tell you in advance, it's called water cleanup of Florida. If you're a South Florida property owner with an insurance claim, or you're dealing with water molded fire damage. This is the place to go. Reputable, fully licensed, insured and certified. That's the kind of contractor you need. Water cleanup of Florida is here for you 24 hours a day. When a disaster strikes in your home or business, you need specialized, fast, reliable services. Water cleanup of Florida understands the impact and stress and unexpected disaster may cause they got over 60 years of combined experience michael robert and the rest of the team they can handle any size disaster they can help make the cleanup and insurance claim process as painless and hassle-free as possible they'll handle in every they'll handle everything for you you don't need to bring in another contractor this is a one-stop shop so call michael anytime on his personal cell that's 954-579-0356 954-579-0356 Again, that's Water Cleanup of Florida. You can check them out on that website. And as we always say, if you've got the schmutz, they got the guts. And now, tonight's episode. Down to Biscay. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back on Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and then Five Reasons Sports. Make sure to check out the latest episode of Starting Nine. I had Sean Rochester on with me this morning. We talked about Eric Spolstra and the job he's done comparing it to previous coaching jobs. Um, so really good insight there from Sean, uh, maybe some from me as well, but mostly from Sean. Uh, but I've got with me tonight, Greg Sylvander. You heard his voice in the opening ad. He is officially sponsored here by water cleanup of Florida. And you can follow Greg at Greg Sylvander. We're going to go a little bit off the grid tonight. Uh, the heat have two home games coming up against the Clippers and against Toronto. Uh, the latest news is Jimmy Butler is questionable with a toe injury for Friday night. Kyle Lowry remains out. Um, as I did say on starting nine today. So I'll say it again here. Um, I know why uh, we know why now he's out. And um, all I'm going to say is this. Okay. 
we don't reveal personal stuff about God. That's just policy here at five reason sports. If I have anything to say about it. Um, but the one thing I do want to dispute is this is not a problem between him and the team. Okay. This is the team being supportive of a situation. So that's all I'm going to say on it. Uh, at, at some point, if Kyle wants to address it, I'm sure that he will. All right, but let's get to tonight's topic, which is based around PJ Tucker. Uh, PJ had a tremendous game again last night. Uh, and then spoke to the media afterwards and talked about being empowered and, and everything else that's happened here in Miami. He's having a great season at age 36. And it got me thinking a little bit like who are the best role players in Miami heat history. Okay. And there is a long, long list. And so Greg, here are the rules for this. Um, and we're going to do this in two parts. We are going to throw out a list of potential players, and then we're going to narrow it to five. And then we're going to each give our own top five lists from that five. Okay. But basically, here are the rules, okay? The player cannot have been a top two scorer on the Heat at any time, okay? Maybe somewhere else, but not here, okay? Can't have been a top two scorer. He cannot have been a first-round pick of the Miami Heat. He can be a first-round pick somewhere else that maybe came to Miami as a role player, but he can't be a first-round pick of the Miami Heat. So that eliminates guys like, if you were going to pick him, Justice Winslow, Karan Butler, uh, even Norris Cole, et cetera, can't be a first round pick of the Miami heat. Okay. Uh, those are, those are the two major rules. And also he can't be, can't have been top two in salary on the team at any time. Okay. So not top two in salary. All right. Geez. I don't even know if Dwayne was ever top two in salary, but he does not qualify for this. Okay. Cause he hits all the other categories. So those are, those are the rules here. And basically we're going to base this on greatest impact. Okay. Who had the most impact on winning because that's what role players do in terms of supporting the key guys on the team. So I'm going to throw out a name. You throw out a name. We're not going to debate these that much at the very beginning. We'll debate them after the break. Okay. All right. Here's a name. Uh, I'm going to go with, with a, a couple of names, bigs. Okay. From the past, uh, Chris Anderson, Joel Anthony. Those are a couple of guys who were quality role players on championship teams in the front court. You have a couple. Uh, I will raise you front court players from a previous era and go with PJ Brown and Isaac Austin. Isaac Austin is a good one. He wasn't here long, but he was, he's a good one. And obviously that was uh, one of those trades that the heat kind of had to make for Brent Barry and it didn't work out very well. PJ arguably my favorite player that I've ever covered with the heat. So I, I have a, a personal bias uh, towards PJ, uh, like certain guys like Brian Grant was kind of a role player here, but again, he was too high paid when he got here. So he does not qualify. Uh, PJ Tucker is going to be on this list somewhere. Um, and I'll throw in there grant long, uh, another, a key role player from uh, Miami heat lore pre Riley, although a player who certainly could have played for Pat Riley, your turn. Well, let's stay in the front court. And uh, since he was so instrumental to the 2020 run, I'm going to give flowers to Jay Crowder on this episode as a role player that was, you know, really impactful towards winning throughout that break. And um, the the most low hanging fruit of low hanging fruit, you Donis Haslam. And if we don't include UD, you know what happens if you don't include UD. I'm glad I'm in South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, UD's still angry at me because I, I called Dwayne the most impactful on my Instagram. I called him the most impactful uh, athlete, most important athlete in South Florida history. And he basically commented and to tell me to stop and said that it should really be Shula. And I'm like, wait a second. I think you missed the, what I was getting at there, UD. But I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to argue with UD. All right. I'm going to give you a couple of swingmen. Okay. Although one of them played up a little bit. Uh, from the past, Bruce Bowen, 
who was a, a key player on the late nineties teams, and obviously won championships elsewhere in San Antonio after the heat didn't keep him uh, because he was kind of frustrated about the way he was characterized here. And he went and took a, a minimum deal in San Antonio and won championships. Uh, and the other one of course is Shane Battier who ended up joining the front office is kind of still there on a consulting basis, kind of on and off. Uh, but Shane obviously was a big part of two championships after he came here during the big three era. So I'm throwing those two in there. So I have uh, an abnormal affinity for the road warriors, that 96, 97 team. So I'm going to take it all the way back there and uh, go with some swing men as well. And some shooters um, thunder Dan Marley. And one of the more, I think we kind of forget about uh, Vashon Leonard and like he was kind of the beginning of this uh, asset manufacturing uh, development that, you know, the, we're seeing at its apex with this roster in this season. So th those are the two I'll throw into the pile uh, with this round. All right. I'm going to go with three shooters here. Uh, one from the current age uh, who is shooting 42% in the month of January, which is Duncan Robinson, qualifies as a role player. He's not a top two salary on this team. A guy who was in here the other night, uh, Wayne Ellington, uh, who was a quality role player for the Heat as a shooter for a couple of years. And then this guy counts because he wasn't drafted in the first round by the Miami Heat. And by the time he got here, he was a different kind of player than he'd been previously, which is Ray Allen, uh, was a role player for the Miami Heat during his, uh, I guess it would be two seasons with the Heat. Uh, that he played one, of course, uh, ends in the most important shot, maybe in NBA history. And the other one ended with him kind of frustrated with their expulsion. But anyway, I'm throwing Ray Allen to the mix. Uh, you got any point guards? That's a really good one, Ray Allen. Geez. Um, yeah, I do. So Rio, I think mm -hmm. that that'll be a fan favorite amongst our listeners. And uh, one that that kind of came to mind, uh, I'm actually going to give you two so that we get three of these point guards all out in the out in the open. So, uh, yeah, Rio. Skip to my Lou Ray, Ray for Austin. Uh, his one season in Miami was a lot of fun. That was that um, 0304 campaign. Um, and then the last one is another guy that uh, maybe is more remembered for fax machine incidents than what happened on court, but I'll never forget how he uh, kind of came in for Timmy Hardaway when they needed it most when Timmy was kind of breaking down and that's Anthony Carter. AC, I think, is a fair one, and I was always a big AC supporter, and I felt like he got a, a raw deal from the fans kind of once too much was expected of him, again, before the facts. And of course, a AC is now on the coaching staff here as well, but AC filled in for Tim Hardaway, and they, they swept the Pistons out of the first round without their starting point guard. Very reminiscent of what Gabe Vincent has been doing in place of Kyle Lowry lately. Um, all right. I think, is that our list before we go to our first break? Is that is that the, because I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, basically 20 guys. Okay. Is that, that Birdman? Birdman. Oh, I had Birdman. I said, Oh, him, good, I, good, good, good. I said okay. him at the beginning. So I think we've got 20 to work yeah, with. That's everyone. Next grouping. There are others we miss. Rodney McGruder. There were, there are plenty of guys here who contributed in, in some roles. James Johnson was a role player until they overpaid him. Um, but this is the 20 that we're going to go with. And we're going to narrow this down to five next before we do. I want to tell you about a couple of great sponsors of the five reasons sports network, and you can use the code five RSN to get discounts with both of these. One of these is for your premium CBD, whether it's the tincture, the sports cream, uh, or the gummies, if you need it for recovery, if you need it for sleep, it's called therapistpreferred.com. Use the code five RSN, get 25% off. And if you're an endurance athlete, you play tennis, you're a runner, you're going to be in the Miami marathon. Maybe that's coming up here at the beginning of January, of February. 
Order it now, okay? Order it now. Go to GetSalise.com. That's GetSalise.com and replace your electrolytes in a healthy way, not just by pounding all the Gatorade. Uh, just get the packets here over at GetSalise.com. Use the code 5RSN and you will get 10% off. Again, that's G-E-T-S-A-L-I-S.com or TherapistPreferred.com. All right, so this is going to be a little bit more challenging here. Let's start to, I, I think maybe we, we, we could eliminate a few here. I, I think are, are maybe not top five. Okay. And then we'll kind of narrow it down. Um, I mentioned Joel Anthony. I don't think he's top five. Um, it's really nice of you. I mean, Joel was important. I mean, he was a starter. Like they kept bringing in other guys to replace him. And it ended up being him most of the time. Like, right. Even that first year, if you look at it, like, with the big three, it was okay. It was Ilgalskis, it was McGlore, it was Dampier, it was Turioff. But ultimately, Joel kept sort of re-emerging in those minutes because even though he had awful hands, he he competed, he defended, he set screens, um, and uh, and he was just a quality. I mean, quality guy too. Like players in the locker room liked him, and he's gone on to some success afterwards. But he's not top five. Okay, so let's cross him out. Um, Grant Long. I think also deserved to be on the list, but those teams didn't win. Um, and, and to me, part of this is being a role player and not his fault necessarily. He was on one team, I, one playoff team, I believe, uh, but maybe two, but basically, you know, to me, if you're a role player, you are contributing in a significant way to consi- significant winning when you're with a team like this. So I love Grant long, but no. Um, Ike Austin one year. Yeah, he's gone. Okay. Uh, let's go down the list a little bit. Cause I, I feel like the rest of the, the, the fours, we may not be able to eliminate yet. Um, Bruce Bowen, I feel like we were doing a San Antonio list. Yes. But yeah. No, too short, too short. Gone. Okay. Vashon again, nope. n- not good enough in other areas beyond the shooting and, and they didn't end up winning a title. And they uh, would have so- rather had Mitch Richmond in that spot correct. for years. Uh, Duncan Robinson, not enough not, yet. Not yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Wayne Ellington, not a long enough period of time. Team didn't do enough winning. So off. Um, I'm going to leave Allen and Marley alone for right now. Let's go to the point guards. Uh, Rio, I'm leaving Rio on the list for now. Oh, for sure. Um, okay. But but skip to my Lou, Anthony yeah. Carter, as much as I love both of those dudes, uh, they're not going to make the cut here. Okay, so here's what we got left. Birdman, Haslam, P.J. Brown, P.J. Tucker, Jay Crowder, Shane Battier, Ray Allen, Dan Marley, Mario Chalmers, and Gary Payton because, I mean, Gary Payton was a lottery pick elsewhere, and he's a Hall Wait. of Famer, but he, he was a role player here. And, yes, who else? Something just dawned on me. Yes. 2005 and 2006 Alonzo Mourning was not drafted by the Heat was not one of the highest paid players on the team and was not one of the top scorers. He has to be part of this exercise. I think I did. The, I think I did the rules wrong then. We can't include Zoe, can we? For just as it, like you have to compart, compart, I can never say this word, compartmentalize um, and just say like that version of Alonzo, right? Like he was a, he was the quintessential role player. Well, if you're going to talk you into Ray- this, and Gary, I mean, it, it does tell you something about this organization that they've had through, they have three hall of famers who were essentially role players on championship teams for them, which also tells you the kind of guys that Pat looks for. 
Uh, but Ray, Gary, and Zoe. So I got you to include him. I I think maybe I think we can include him. I he's not going to be one of my final five though because it's just too weird. I, I because <laughs> okay, no, I that's mean, fine. I mean, he we... was. I mean, the classification was he was one of the two highest paid players in the Heat at one point. Right? At one point, so okay, that's a fair. I, fair. I, I, I'm I'm gonna cross him off. I'm gonna leave Gary and uh, I'm gonna leave GP and Ray on there for now. All right, so here's who we have: Birdman. They were 37 and three after they acquired him during the the 2012-2013 uh, season. Udonis Haslam has a bye to the finals here. Um, PJ Brown or Jay Crowder? Who are we eliminating? Jay. Right? Jay Crowder gone. Too short. Okay. Yeah, exactly. If Jay had done what he did for more for multiple seasons, we may have a conversation, but no. Uh, okay. This is to me, this gets a little more challenging here as we're trying to get ourselves down to five. Mm-hmm. Battier or Marley? Marley has to go. They didn't close the deal. It's a tough one for me. Um Dan was a but- well, Dan was was a bigger. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, Ethan. Dan was a bigger contributor than Shane was. They relied on Dan Marley to play lots of minutes and mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. Where Shane was more of a, I don't want to call him a bit player, but he was like you know the seventh or the eighth guy. Whereas Marley was entrenched as a as a fifth guy. So I don't know. Maybe you're you're swaying me here a little bit. Where, where were you going to go? I didn't before well, I, I rudely it, interrupted it, it, you. No, it's tough because it's look, Shane was critical um, in the championship runs. He also was benched in a game seven against uh, Indiana, if you recall. And then he kind of bounced back in the series after uh, he his presence. One of the, one of the important things about role players is that they allow your roster to adjust, right? Because they can plug into different holes. We're seeing this with like a guy like Caleb Martin right now. Like he plugs a different... Shane's ability to play up into the four spot um, helped make small ball and pace and space and all the rest of that work with Bosch at the five. And so uh, that is significant, but, but Marley was a, as you said, Marley was a bigger contributor to contending teams. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Then Shane was to the Big 3 team. I feel like if you remove Shane from the Big 3 team, you might have been okay, but I Marley I, that that team took off. Like if you remember too, they had signed Jawan, and then of course they they Marley was the consolation prize when the mm-hmm. Jawan thing fell apart. And I actually always felt they were better off with Marley than they would have been with Jawan because there was too much duplication with Jawan, Zoe, and PJ Brown up front, whereas Marley gave them something different. Um, it is close, I think. Now let me ask you this question though: If I throw a third guy into the mix here. Mm-hmm. Who is a more important role player for the big three heat, Battier or Allen? 
Wow. So you're saying this, this, the seven, three point game in game seven or whatever, however many he hit, or was that Mike Miller that did that? One of the two of them. Well, hit no, a lot Shane of had a huge game too. They both did, but I, in different games, but, but and then Ray Allen, it's gotta be Ray. I mean, literally the greatest shot in NBA history and the greatest shot in Miami heat history is taken by Ray Allen. So like he almost should get a buy actually just but, based but, off but, of the strength of that one shot, but it's one shot, but see, but if you looked at the totality of their time in Miami, I would make the argument that Shane played better overall than Ray did. Yeah. Shane, yeah. Shane well, was particularly not, on both ends. Yeah. I mean, neither of them was great in the 13, 14 season. Shane had kind of checked out um, <laughs> early in the year. That, I mean, there was a lot of conversation about, it was pretty obvious too. I mean, uh, that, that he wasn't as into it in, in his last year, but, and Ray was frustrated with some things the last year. Both of them were kind of not, I mean, that that's one of the reasons that team, fell apart because both of those guys were not what they've been the previous year, but Batty was also here one year longer. Um, he has one more title here than Ray does. It's close to me. It's close. So let's go to the backcourt. Cause I know I'm, I'm just, I'm just pushing. Things. Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> we got 10. Uh, let's the only point guards I have left on the list then are Rio and GP for me. It's yeah. Rio. Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I was at that game three, the first finals game in NBA history. I'll never forget there. A, a guy sitting next to me got up when they were down. What was that? 13 with whatever left. And I, I turned to my wife and I said, if you think we're leaving with the amount of money we paid for these tickets, you are crazy. We are sitting here and watching this to the end. Gary Payton, Gary Payton hits that shot in game three and the rest was history. So uh, he'll always be close to my heart for that. But I'm with you. You know who we forgot? Because I was thinking of Peyton, uh, James Posey. Yeah, Pose should be. He wouldn't have advanced in this mm. exercise, but he should get a mention. Great call. He sh he should get a mention. He's kind of in the the mix of of Marley I guess Tuan too, right? And Batty. Yeah, he was. It's hard to think of Tuan as a role player. Though. Yeah, he sure didn't <laughs> think he was. No, no, but but yeah. All right, so so all right, so we're eliminating Peyton. So now we're down to. Here's who we've got left. I think it's nine. Anderson. Haslam, PJ Brown, PJ Tucker, Battier, Allen, Marley, Chalmers. Of that list, does Birdman go off the list first? I, 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 he was so important for them, but I, I don't know. It, see, it's tough because when you talk about impact of winning and what he did as like in injecting life and just what they did as the minute that they got him forward, it's difficult, but it was such a, it's such a unique limited period that I would have to say just by sample size that, that, that may start to, as we, you know, we're making tough calls here. So he would probably it uh, be it. And, and truthfully, as I'm getting down the, the list here, I don't know that I would be keeping Dan Marley much beyond here. Would you? Well, I would be eliminating PJ Tucker here. Wow. No, so, and, and it, it, it's not because of what he may, what he's done so far or what he may do. It's just, it is a sample size issue. I, I feel like we may be at the end of the season and say, that's the best one year role player performance that we've ever seen from a heat player. You. Yeah. That's where I was going. But, but I don't know that we can put him on this list when you have the body of work that some of these other guys have here. I, I feel like if PJ been here two or three years and maybe by the end of next year, we will feel that way and he'll be a top five guy, but I cannot put him ahead of PJ Brown at this stage. Okay. I cannot put yeah. him ahead of Udonis Haslam, obviously at this stage. Um, I cannot put him ahead of Mario Chalmers at this stage. 
I can't really put him ahead of Ray and Marley for their variety of contributions at this stage. And I think that pretty much gets us to our list because I, I don't think, uh, again, I, Birdman is the toughest cut for me because he PJ is that, mine. Yeah. Honestly. He changed that team. Uh, but, but to me, I, I think advancing and let's just go through it again. Uh, I, I, you know, we can order these now. Maybe we're not at exactly five, but we're going to, we're going to take two seconds here during the break. And we're going to think about order these advancing Udonis Haslam, PJ Brown, Shane Battier, Ray Allen. So we're at four, Dan Marley and Mario Chalmers. We got it to six, but one thing I am, I got to be on record with this. If PJ, if they win the championship this year, PJ Tucker, if he does what he continues to do now because of the stuff that they're running through him and just all the things, Nikias Duncan uh, was on Kevin O'Connor's pot, pot on the ring, ringer and talked about it. He articulated it perfectly. He will catapult into this list. So let's just make that clear. And then, yes, let's move on to our final six. All right. So we're going to move on to our final six uh, and, uh, and see. And we have the ultimate Miami Heat number six, Mario Chalmers, uh, on this list also. So Rio will be happy to hear that. Uh, if he ever hears this podcast, which I'm, I'm not sure he will. But anyway, there we go. All right. I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Networks, our friends over at Intense Nutrition. You got to check this place out. It's in Coral Springs. It's over on 2540 North University Drive. Check out their Instagram page or their Facebook page at Intense Nutrition. If you're trying to lose weight, this is the place to go. Okay. They got the Intense Cleanse, cleanse and Detox. Help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in 10 days. They got specific stacks, whether you're an aging man, a budding athlete, or just want to fight cold and flu season here. And they can help you with their pre and post-workout regimens got me on something right now i'm feeling a lot better and here's the thing the three-letter chain you walk in they try to sell you whatever it is corporate tells you you know it tells them to sell you Th these people they're going to work with you michael and everybody else up there and they'll work with you in exactly what you need here's the phone number 954-775-0257 954-775-0257 or just check the place out it's 2540 north U university drive or just google it Check it out on Facebook or on Instagram and mention five reasons. You get 20% off everything in the store, but protein. So 20% off everything in the store, but protein. All right, let's get to it. We've got our final six here. I'm going to let you start to count down. Who of those six is your number six? We've got Haslam, PJ Brown, Shane Battier, Ray Allen, Dan Marley, and Mario Chalmers. Uh, six for me would be Dan Marley. I think that's fair. Um, I, I think if that team gets over the top. Uh, oh, he jumps considerably. He, he jumps way up. Uh, but but I, I, I'm, I'm with it um, to a degree. I, I do think that he had a better uh, overall Miami career than Ray Allen did. He did. The strength <laughs> of the shot, Ethan. It's, but, it's, but it's the shot. So I'll, I'll keep him there at number six uh, with you as well. All right, my number five. Um, this is tough. My number five, I'm going to go with Ray wow. at number five. And, and, and the, the major reason I'm going with Ray at number five again is because I covered those two years home and road and Ray had a lot of rough stretches during that period of time. He really, particularly defensively. And, and we think of role players, you know, they're the kind of guys, again, you plug them in and they don't make you worse in any one area. He made them worse defensively. He had a lot of really tough runs during that, particularly on the road. He went through a stretch of about two months on the road where he, he was shooting under 30% from three. Uh, yeah. Again, the shot, 
mitigates a lot of it. It puts him in the top five, but this wasn't, you know, it wasn't even, that wasn't the same Ray Allen that you saw in Milwaukee or Seattle or Boston, but it was a Ray Allen that at times they probably could have lived without. Yeah. Um, he struggled against Indiana a lot too, which that like sticks out to me as like a series that like they had trouble using him. And it's yes. weird to say that the best role player in Miami heat history is a guy that they had trouble using in a series. Right. Whereas with, with Shane, I don't feel that they had that, but I'm going to go to number four on this now and I'll just skip ahead. Uh, and then I'll let you handle number three. I'm going to put Shane number four um, again, because the last year was not great, but, I'm going to credit him with allowing them to transition the way that they played. I also think the great role players make their teammates better. And one of the things that Shane did was he made LeBron better. He made LeBron smarter as far as the way he viewed the game. He got LeBron to think in an analytics type way more than he had previously. And again, until some things fell apart the last year, uh, he was a real asset for Spo in that way. And so I, I think that's important. I'm going to put Shane fourth overall. So we are down to three. Mario Chalmers, PJ Brown, and Udonis Haslam. Who's your three? Oh, it pains me to say this because he is drenched in heat culture, but I think PJ Brown ends up here. And, and like, this is where it gets difficult because like PJ Brown may be the prototype of a Pat Riley role player. So maybe I'm off base here, but there's just something about the championships that I, that it, it, like eventually they came to a point, they got eliminated by the a lower seated Knicks team on their home floor, all those years in a row, they couldn't get past it. And they finally made the decision to, to draft you know, or not to draft, but to send those guys to Charlotte, um, Mashburn and PJ, um, you know, they rejected overtures from, from PJ Brown. I mean, I, they could add Derek Coleman for PJ Brown and they didn't do it. They ultimately never pulled the trigger on a Mitch Richmond move because of PJ Brown. So like, to me, it's really difficult, but the rings are the things here. Yeah. I'm a huge PJ fan as everybody knows. Um, but ultimately to make that team better, like you said, they, they had to make a trade that moved him. I mean, that you know, it wasn't mostly him. It was him and Mashburn together and bringing in Eddie Jones and Brian Grant and trying to change the mix up. And then, of course, Zoe got, Zoe got sick and, and that played into it. Uh, but PJ was uh, he was the quintessential role player. He had Zoe's back all the time. He played the style that they needed to play. He filled in at center when he needed to fill in at center. He never complained about anything. And he took the losses really hard. But like you said, there were too many losses, I, I think, to put him first. I, if, if they win three out of those four Knicks series and they advance, it looks a little bit different. They lost three out of four in the last game. But I'm going to put PJ, PJ third. Uh, to me, he is the most important role player prior to the big three era. And so I think he deserves to be in there. All right, we're going to come back in a second. We've got two guys left who know each other very well. Uh, and we're, we're going to debate this one a little bit when we come back. Before we do, though, we'll tell you about another great sponsor, the Five Reasons Sports Network. This is where you want to go if you play Daily Fantasies, the official Daily Fantasy partner of the Five Reasons Sports Network. It's prizepicks.com, prizepicks.com. Use the code 5FIVE, F-I-V-E. You'll get your initial deposit match. You'll get your initial deposit match to prizepicks.com. And, of course, you can play. You don't just have to play NBA. You could play NHL if you want to play NHL. 
you can play NFL. The board is already set this weekend. You can play two, three, four, five players. You can go all in with a power play, halfway in with a flex play. And again, if they, you put down $100, they give you $100. You don't have to play $100 all at once. Okay, play 20, play 15, whatever it is you want to play. You can do it at prizepicks.com, but make sure you're using that code five, F-I-V-E, to get your bonus. All right, we've got one guy who's still there and one guy who wants to be there and is currently, I guess, in Sioux Falls or was there briefly, Udonis Haslam and Mario Chalmers. Um, I think we both know where we're going with this, but it's not that easy in the sense of Mario Chalmers was really, for all of the grief that he got from Heat fans, from his teammates, from else, he really was the perfect quote-unquote point guard to play with that team because for all of the talk about how confident he was, he really didn't have an ego in, in like a toxic way. You know, he, he was, he could take over because he believed he could, but he, you know, he, he also didn't hijack things too often from LeBron and Dwayne. He would do some things that fans would be like, Oh God, what are you doing Rio? But there were so many big shots. And, and I feel like uh, what we saw again in what was, and I talked about this on starting nine today, one of you know the few real big coaching mistakes of Eric Spolstra's career was not using Mario Chalmers more in the 2011 finals, as opposed to the corpse of Mike Bibby. And so, you know, and that ended up in some ways, along with obviously the bronze collapse costing them that series. I, I just think Rio deserves his flowers for what he did with that team. He, he oh, was, yeah. and to be able to take the bleep from LeBron and Dwayne and Chris and just go out there and, and sort of keep delivering until the 2014 finals where he just hit the wall. And, and a lot of that uh, was personal. He was going through some stuff at that time that I knew about, but didn't report. And I always remember LeBron, LeBron walked up to me after his press conference, cause they did it uh, like in the, in the back area, in the lower level of the arena um, that he did his, his, you know, sit down, his podium stuff. And Rio was on the court. And I remember I was talking to Mario and, and LeBron came up to me afterwards. He goes, what's wrong with him? Like, he's like, is he all right? Like they, they couldn't figure it out. Like in the 2014 finals. And That's was other super stuff. interesting. And, and, and I feel like that, that kind of colors the way that we right. view it sort of the way it ended, but he was really big during that period of time. And I, I do think he deserves it, but I, there's one choice here, right? <laughs> there's one choice. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing though. I love that you mentioned so much about Mario Chalmers. Cause we talk about the big three era and that'll be the greatest era of Miami heat basketball that we ever see. Like no matter what, I, I don't just don't see anything ever eclipsing that the big three were consistent starters. And who else was a consistent starter on all of, I mean, obviously the Mike Bibby blip. And after that, it was Rio. So, I mean, if you talk about a fourth guy in that era, it's Mario Chalmers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that means a lot considering it's the greatest era of Miami Heat basketball ever. However, mm -hmm. yeah. I think we both know who, who the guy uh, who's going to have 40 in the rafters will probably end up, um, you know, being just because he spreads across so many eras, right, Ethan? Mm -hmm. Like he, he flanked Shaq. Yeah. And then he um, helped that big three team with the dunk, you know, in Chicago. And Dan Levitard to this day says that's the only time he ever jumped off his couch and cheered for the team. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then like he's still around today. So that longevity just it means a lot. When we talk about role players, a huge part of being a role player is making, again, your teammates better. There is nobody 
in Miami Heat history and very few in NBA history who've made more of their teammates better and are still doing it to this day than Udonis Haslam. Like you said, it, it runs the gamut from being kind of, you know, Shaq's project, you know, and the guys Shaq took under his wing to a certain degree and that respect that still exists between the two of them to playing, you know, as Dwayne Wade's partner for all of those years uh, to being a guy that LeBron instantly trusted to being the guy that Jimmy Butler works out with before the game to being the guy that the next big that the heat are trying to develop Omer Yurtsevin uh, is crediting with his development after bam has already done that. That is generational. And um, you know, and then you add the fact that he pretty much sacrificed the best years of his career by coming back too soon uh, in, in that, in that year. And if he hadn't, he would have been a different player later in his career. I think he's acknowledged it to a certain degree. Um, you know, and just the guts he had to come back against Chicago in that playoff series after he looked totally hopeless against Boston, it's UD. I mean, every role player in Miami history is going to be compared to him. Um, and, and it's, that's how it should be. And so that's how we end tonight. Uh, we check, check out all our sponsors, water cleanup of Florida, uh, of course, use the code 5RSN for at getsthelease.com and therapistpreferred.com. Check out Intense Nutrition. Get yourself a stack. Lose some weight. Get in shape. And prizepicks.com. Use the code 5. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.